That's right, it is the Broke Woke Show. Welcome back. It is me, Connor Christmas, and Farasatia. What's going on? Ramadan Mubarak to you, my friend. Thank you, thank you kindly. Ramadan Kareem. Good times in coming. Yeah. How long is it? How long is it? A month. A month? Yeah. It's April 20th? Uh, 21st-ish? It'll be, it, yeah, it depends because it can be anywhere from like 28 to like 30 days, 27 to 30 days. So, uh, but it'll probably be what the 22nd, 23rd, the 23rd, probably. How late can it go into like the uh on the lunar calendar and into the spring and the summer because i feel it gets hard it gets tougher because daylight savings and now the days are longer well i mean it's going to be this month so i don't know <laughs> so yeah but like it in past in past years does it like get can you get into june how long does it get in because like in past years it was in june yeah but yeah it's it, it's going earlier in the year every year oh, okay. it goes backwards <clears throat> okay so yeah, pretty excited for the next few. Yeah, that's going to be... Yeah, because I remember it like... I remember... I don't remember who... Well, my friend going through it but during during the winter. And it was they were like, yeah, it's not even a thing. <laughs> yeah, you basically just skip lunch. Like, yeah, it's, pretty much. Uh, it's fantastic in the winter. But yeah, no, like our June Ramadans were a nightmare. Yeah, man. And it's so hot, you're sweating. It's like... Yeah. You're fasting on the summer solstice. It's like an 18-hour fasting day. It's like, yeah. dude. That's crazy. It's, Mormons, uh, the, uh, yeah. Mormons we, we fast on every first Sunday of the month for the first two meals. And then what if you're like a fat cell and you eat twice and like by 10 a.m.? Well, you're in church on the Sunday at 10 a.m., so you ain't. The only thing you're eating is bread and water. Well, but you're fasting. Why would you have bread and water? Sacrament. Sacrament doesn't count. It's not really eating. Okay, so you're not fasting. Well, yeah. You're eating and drinking. No, it's like a piece of bread and then yeah. like a little ounce of water. Still. And it's the meals. Basically what the premise behind it's really just to get your money so the, they're like you skip the first two meals of your day on the first sunday of the month and then oh, and get, donate yeah tithing to the church and it's actually like a year or two ago it was released that the so the mormon church has this um branch they have a magazine called the enzyme and it is a tax-free company because it's just they're like non-for-profit magazine thing and they have billions like tens of billions of dollars just sitting in this fucking magazine because of all these tithes that's been paid and uh <laughs> like all those sundays God. were the worst growing up man it just, you're just so hungry you're this skinny little kid with the metabolism this 
just as fast as lightning. Just oh, just sitting in sacrament. <laughs> you're just sitting in sacrament, just like keeling over, like oh, <laughs> stealing other people's bread. Just dude, it was not good. It was you're just waiting. You're just waiting for. And Mormon church is like three hours. It's hardcore Christian church, man. Yeah, I guess they gotta. Like, uh, yeah, maybe is that is that what it is? Is like in in the in the like in the lie, they, they they gotta commit harder. You know how like we get really loud when we're lying to somebody. I don't know, man. Well, they had to. Here's the thing: they changed it recently. They changed it to two hours because they had like people <laughs> wait, were falling off. People were it, falling wait, off. It, the the mormon train they was it a like, time requirement like was it like oh church like was it written in the book of mormon that it had no, to be three hours well there's just different things that you do so you go and like different churches have different schedules but like there's three parts of it so you like there's sacrament and that's an hour and a half and that's what all you know that's what all christian religions do is a sacrament meeting with everybody and then with Mormons, they you have like classes, you have like study classes and and things like that. So the kids will go off into they split up in like different ages, kind of like a school, and you go off and do your thing, sing songs, learn Bible stories and Book of Mormon stories, and, uh, and then the adults they go off into their thing. So the guys they have elders, and then the high priests, and um, the women have relief society it's just one thing and it's just man it's so sexist it's <laughs> well you know what sucks about religious stories there are fun ones there's some good ones there's some good ones but they're they never teach you those ones in church they always teach you the boring ones and then expect you to stay interested a little like a kid song that came up that we learned came up when i was talking about how we learned uh stories that they're because <laughs> we would do like primary songs and stuff they would teach us songs like book of mormon stories that my father taught to me we sing all kinds of stuff <laughs> oh man okay yeah that sucks dude the wise man built his house upon the rock the wise man that one's a pretty known one i think i don't the wise know. man the wise man uh, built his house upon the rock, and then the the foolish man built his house upon the sand, and then the rains came tumbling down. Yo, are they talking shit to Africans? The rains came down, and no, it's a meta, it's an analogy. It's a I don't know. It what do, like what do they call a Bible analogy? It's um, um parable. <laughs> nah, man, I think they're talking shit about Africans, man. No, there's more yeah. than sand in Africa. Don't be, don't be like this. Listen, I lived in sub-Saharan Africa. We had to build our houses on sand, man. Okay, well, then you figured out how to do it, right? You built a foundation or something. Yeah, and yet your boy Joseph calling us foolish. Well, I don't think he wrote the song. We also weren't allowed in the church until 78. 78, man. Yeah, that's a good one in the Book of Mormon. <laughs> and in 1978, <laughs> God changed his mind about black people. Oh, yeah. Black people. That... Yeah, where's that song? Is that... That's Is a good the... one. Did they get Prince? In, I, tr in... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, should tr I tried to show my parents songs from that musical, and they're just not having it. It was <laughs> 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 like, they got good points. Everything they say is true. They just say it like... Without sugarcoating it or making it sound righteous, is <laughs> 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 so, dude. You don't, you don't understand. I don't know if you understand 
that those kind of realizations in life when you've been taught something and it's been like skewed a specific way at, to sound like to have a positive connotation and to sound good and to sound true. And you're like, yeah, this makes sense. Of course. And that's, of course your, I know that feeling. That's a lot of your life. And then you find out just based on someone saying it, like literally I, I would explain people would ask que me questions about the religion. I would explain it. And then they'd ask me like, is it true that, they they said Joseph Smith uh, translated the plates out of a hat. And you're like, well, yeah. So it was like a hat and then like this seeing glass thing, I think. And it, it was blessed by, you know, an angel, Moroni. And <laughs> and then you ex trying to explain it to other people. You're just like, man, I think I just talked myself out of this religion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm uh no, I haven't fully found that with Islam quite yet. There's definitely there's questions. My grandfather at one time had a really funny conversation with my mom cuz uh yeah, I think like my grandfather grew up he so he's known Sudan pre and post, not pre but during and post uh colonialism. So, like, he was alive before Sudan decolonized, and he was conscious when it did. And, uh, and then, so one thing that was very common and that he knew and saw a lot in his life was was slaves. Uh, so, uh, and I remember when he talked about, like, the religious kind of uh, connotations, the religious context around slavery, I remember my mom. I remember him once saying uh, that Islam never abolished or never like banned it. It never uh, was. It never got rid of slavery. And then my mom was like, "No, of course. Like the Prophet did this and that, and he whatever to 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 free them." And then my grandfather was like, "And yes, but they never prohibited it." And sure enough, like you go and like you go back into like Islamic history, and then it's like there's no point. Where they're like, you cannot own slaves, <laughs> even when it was passed down, even when whatever, and it like it was like, hey, it'd be good if you freed them, you know, hey, it would be nice of you to get them out, but it had, but to like to this day, there isn't like a religious mandate yeah, to not have them. So it's like you'd be good if you freed them, but you know. Don't harm no foul. <laughs> yeah, like I remember, like my mom, like arguing with my grandfather, like no, but this happened and that happened. It's like okay, those happened, but where's the mandate? <laughs> There's a lot of things like you can't. Where, where, where's the memo? Where? where <laughs> Well, literally, yeah. Like he, he was like, because like, there's these other things, like say, like drugs or whatever. There's like things. There's like lines. There's stuff that you can take out of the Quran where it's like, hey, you cannot take substances that uh all severely your, all your mind or your body like what there's like these different things that you could at the very least translate or whatever into modern applications and yet for this thing that was prominent at the time in and in, in a culture that was encouraging the end of this behavior there was no obligation to end it and then what didn't you tell me that it was like wasn't there an obligation to like not sell but you could still just like keep 
No, no, no. There was no. no it was all you couldn't. Uh, like all, all it was is like, hey, like you're like you'll be, you'll be in God's good graces if you free them. You free somebody else's. You free your own and just not own them. Like if you, if you do things that that help end slavery, that's a positive. However, if you own slaves, it is not a negative. It's a neutral. Yes, it's just neutral. Ch- chilling at sea level with your slaves. Yeah, like there's a word for it in in uh, in in Arabic, like mubah, where it's like this. It's just not judged. It's not. Uh, yeah, it's not a plus or a minus. I don't there's like how even... similar that is to the like happy festivities. I don't like how close that is to mubarak. That's like one letter away. No, it's well in Arabic. It's like I think that's mubah is no mubah. Mubarak, that's two letters. Oh, I heard, I heard the uh, an an a at the end, but that's just my Caucasian ears. I'm sorry. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's they're still pretty similar words. They, I don't know if I. That's kind of. That's just like the first as an outsider, couple letters. As an outsider. Mo- <laughs> as an outsider, yeah, and this is what this is. What I'm a, I'm just like I'm I'm hearing the protesters. Narratives. I'm I'm hearing the protesters that are like you know your grandpa saying to your mom, in in support of like keeping slaves. He's like you know you can't spell Mubarak can't, without well, Mubarak. <laughs> you, you can't. Well, well, no, because you can. And then okay, two, well, I'm just trying to. <laughs> you can't. Just you trying to keep you, it light here, man. I'm just. <laughs> well, my grandfather did not speak in favor of slavery. He was, he was pointing out a flaw in the religion, and obviously oh, okay. I might. And my right, mom right. was my mom was uh, very very devout. My mom was uh, 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 unquestionably Muslim, so she she was very unshakable in her faith. And my grandfather, while still faithful and still committed, he was uh, he was he looked at it with a much more critical lens. He didn't, yeah, he didn't let it r- rule him. He wasn't a blind no. follower. No, no, yeah, he he's an interesting fellow. I well, not was he's still alive, but. Uh yeah, he's he's, <laughs> he's 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 killing it, man. He's having a good ass time. It's chilling. So uh, yeah, no, it's but yeah, I've always found like kind of things like that rather rather interesting. Like uh, you know, but mm-hmm. can uh, you uh, you told me once? Can you can you relay it on the on the podcast talking about? You told me about um during the time because you like the Quran was really written of like suggestions of how to live morally for the times that it was in. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you were talking about like d- domestic abuse and like, in between husband and wife and how isn't there was something. Oh, right. Like yeah. There, like if there's, there's like, like a three options. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Can you a talk dispute? about that? <laughs> well, yeah, that, yeah. Well, th- th- <laughs> this is actually like what proves like my, my whole thing about how culture, uh, culture itself is toxic and not necessarily religion and so like it is in quran in the quran it says that uh like in a marriage if there's a dispute one so the instruction is is uh like if if, uh, the instruction basically is to go to the partner and vocalize the the problem and try to solve it and okay that's your first if that doesn't work uh then you seek like counsel. So, okay, you get a third party. So a lot of times this would involve like getting an imam, like from the mosque, 
whatever getting or just a prominent community member to come and uh like moderate or is, is that the word moderate mediate yeah mediate that's the word i want so uh uh, and and mediates and 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 come to a solution. And then the last the last one, obviously, it was like, okay, if you guys cannot come to a resolution and this is a deal breaker that you cannot live with, then uh, you separate. Now the word for separate in the time the Quran was written is adrabuha, which in modern Arabic means to strike. Where and so somewhere along the line the word the meaning of the word changed it's also like colloquially it's different things in different places but at the time in the dialect of arabic that the prophet spoke and that the quran was written in adrabuha meant to separate now it means to strike and so now it, there are there are especially backwards thinking muslims now that will then use that passage to justify uh, domestic abuse which uh, was not at all uh, recommended in any form or that's at any level yeah that's crazy man <laughs> yeah and that's not the only situation like that that's just that's the only one i i, I know i can accurately talk about yeah. but yeah the where like just the language changes and then people abuse it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh yeah the moral of the story people are messed up and yeah the and and it's actually one of the like one of the many cases i make for for at least uh you know the faith actually having peaceful uh intention and then humans choosing to pervert it so yeah the thing it with christians and like western people i they you know, they're like, they study Shakespeare, you study Shakespeare in school, and they're very quick to cite that like, oh, this word back then meant this, and this is why this joke works, or like, this is what, what this means yeah. back then. But with the Bible, they're just like, nope, this is what it is. <laughs> and, yeah, or like, it you know, the example you just gave, they're yeah. like, no, this is a holy text and things don't change, okay? No, nope, no, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Now, it is funny, our selectiveness with that sort of thing, right? Which uh, says a lot about, I think, us as individuals <laughs> that we're like, no, that we don't want this to mean anything other than what I want to do, which in this case is beat my wife. <laughs> you know, <it's laughs> How bananas. could it mean anything else? How could it mean anything else? How could it mean anything else? And then for like Shakespeare, it's like, no, no, no. He was just happy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Gay didn't mean <laughs> it wasn't that. It wasn't that. Wasn't that? No language yeah. changes. Things. Well, change. there's like I don't know, man. Every every line you could like. There's so many jokes that just don't work anymore in Shakespeare that are, are puns because those old English words meant something else. Yeah, and um, they just don't mean that anymore. So they don't. You have to decipher the jokes like Shakespeare is comedy that you have to like work at it's the calculus of comedy like <laughs> so yeah and with religious texts i don't know man it was always because i think the main t teaching of well at least jesus christ is that you need to remain humble and have that open mind and be like a child or a sheep and always be kind of malleable but still you know still question things but um not as sheep sense of following i think maybe some people 
because he's always like the shepherd in, yeah uh, well in symbolic nature but like some people think that means following but it actually just means like be be meek and humble and and be willing to follow but you know you can still stray off and uh if 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 the shepherd's leading you to your death <laughs> right i yeah, don't know you can... this analogy kind of got off the deep end but, <laughs> but no, <laughs> I, I think like the I, point i, I made was clear it's like yeah you don't need to be in control of everything is yeah. really the we were always the... taught in church to be childlike in terms of like learning and and always Curiosity, being willing yeah. to have a yeah open mind to things yeah no and i i think at its i think at its core like at its heart i think christianity is still it can still be a beautiful thing i think like christianity's biggest issue is how much it's uh how fractured it's become so, yeah and, and how and its much involvement it's getting... in politics it's involvement in politics well i mean but i i don't want to just criticize that and say like islam hasn't uh been involved in politics either uh but it's uh it's even less the involvement in politics as much as it is like of course like i get that the separation of uh church and state but uh the furthermore it's like it's been revised and rewritten so much that at this point like it's unknown even what has been omitted what has been fabricated and put in mm -hmm. what like right like that's kind of uh i think that's the challenge now for christianity is like is is there's no there, like there's way too much if we're if we're of course making the assumption that this is uh that all of these are divine teachings then what is the product of this divinity and what is the product of man you know yeah i think if you're looking for like religious um if you're going to church in search of building your spiritual knowledge and your religious growth and 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 bible knowledge or whatever book you uh, associate with you're better off going to like a theology class at a university <laughs> like <laughs> yeah or at least getting an understanding of what was before because like even just the fact that there's an old and a new testament like at least in my brain as a muslim like that's crazy to me yeah I think I'm making more of a point of um, the people that t that teach at, uh, you know, that that talk at a church versus um, that, you know, that people like the theologists that actually know the history and they know these words and what they meant in their origins, where the, a lot of, you know, preachers, pastors, whatever they're called, they, you know, they just do oh. it and, and, and they don't know fuck all you know they're just like practicing an agenda that they have or like whatever's going to get them money or whatever it may be but a lot of them aren't religious students you know no no it, it like you like uh like you kind of said a bit before in terms of like it, it's blind following it's a, it's a blind belief and uh yeah no and 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 that's kind of what i was referring to like when you said like uh going to a theologist because there is at least reference to other versions of these teachings and and not just the one that your church or your uh community subscribes to yeah uh, so, i think people yeah. uh people find this surprising about me when i like say i have an, i have a complicated relationship with religion because you know i've seen it save people's lives and i've seen it like i've had friends that have taken their lives because of it and just like the guilt associated and and everything and the pressure and uh 
so it, I don't know. I can see the benefit. I can see the hurt, but uh, oh, now I'm kind of losing my point. But oh, one thing that surprises people when I talk about the Mormon faith is that because everyone like kind of brushes it off as like one of the crazier uh, Christian ones because of like polyamory, and that's not. There's like different Mormon kind of cults out there that have separated from when Joseph Smith died and different people thought different things should happen. But the main one um, that's <clears throat> kind of the most known, they, they're, they you know, fairly normal. And although they're fairly conservative, there's a few things that made the most sense more than other religions. Like for one, in a lot of Christianity, uh, like God just doesn't talk to people anymore. Like we just don't get like all in the Bible, you're like, there are these teachings and things and like messages from God or whatever, regardless of whether you think they're true. Mm -hmm. Um, and Mormons are like, you know, there's, you know, they still have a prophet. The head of the church is a, a prophet. And I guess Catholics have a Pope, but, um, this pro like the prophet and their council, they, they, they're the people that receive words from God and like, and dictate what's going on. That one, I don't believe they're getting, um, you know, decrees from God. So it's a little shaky, but it made more sense to me in other religions. And then there's also like, I learned a lot of good things from it, like uh, pro providing access service. You're supposed to like help people every single day. That's like a good thing that people know about it, I think. Um, and there, I don't know. There's a lot of, like in, and in church to talk about Bible study, we would have our sacrament, like people would give talks about certain, there'd be like a basically like a topic every week and then different people would give their their uh different research into the book of mormon and the bible and talk about it and then when we would split off into these classes we would learn basically have semesters of like old testament new testament book of mormon uh, and just kind of rotate through them and you would just get more in depth as you got older mm -hmm. and that's where you could actually like discuss things with your peers and like figure it out on your own and like oh you're saying it's interpreted this way, but couldn't it be like this? Or like you, you can ask about and figure out this historical context together, which I always kind of appreciated. It was always like boring to go to church as a kid, but looking back, that was something that um, I think a lot of people missed out on in their spiritual practice. So yeah. Yeah. In a nerdy religious way, that's kind of cool, but I don't <laughs> <laughs> i guess it yeah it just like i planted a seed of like oh if i want if you want to build yourself spiritually you have to do that work and you have to find those people that do it with you yeah i mean a, a huge part of religion at the end of the day is is community right I, I, they all encourage community and congregation and uh, i realized that i realized that when i moved out and i was like 18 or 19 and I asked my mom I was like I need my wisdom teeth out <laughs> and can you like help me and she was like okay I'll see if we know any Mormons that dentists <laughs> and I was like oh this is why we're religious <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's cheaper <laughs> for them for them deals dude we're <laughs> bro the hookups are crazy man yeah the religious hookups that's I do miss that you know the bible study can honestly suck a dick in comparison to the religious deals <laughs> no yeah the real it's they are out of the man they'll pay you rent <laughs> they'll, they'll send you food dog they'll do some crazy shit for you yeah
Yeah, them Jehovah's Witnesses, man, they are a tight-knit. They are like, they're one of the most tight-knit Christian groups, I think. Well, yeah, but how many people are going to heaven in that faith? I don't know, like 150. (laughs) (laughs) No, there's a number. Yeah, I think it's like 150,000 or something. Yeah, it's something like that. How many in uh, Jehovah's Witness, how many people go to heaven? How many go to heaven? 144,000, precisely. Mm Mm-hmm. How's it not done already? Did yeah, it's got it after. It's definitely it after? done. Do they? <laughs> is it like a draft? Is it like the like the NBA draft? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. But all I know is that I don't have a community anymore that'll drink soda pop with me until 10 p.m. Well, the gays won't. <laughs> well that's a different community i guess but yeah the theater is Those my community now godless gays are not we're doing different soda stuff. with you that's different stuff i just you know i have my party until 3 a.m doing poppers crowd i need my drinking soda pop and watching or watching rom-coms till 10 p.m crowd <laughs> very nice yeah should we wrap it up there okay i don't know that was a nice little religious talk we had that was man so uh, uh yeah let's say we'll say ramadan kareem to everyone observing and to those of you that aren't thank you for just existing and and, and uh being a, a part of uh, other communities and our communities uh and uh you know what whatever your faith is examine it dissect it uh you know look inward and love yourself and love those around you yeah let's do that yeah that sounds like a nice like spring moral and a good way to launch into this nice sunny springtime mood that we're all in from all of us here (laughs) i don't know why i always say that from all of us here stay broke stay woke we love you